Rediscover the 80s, your retro news and talk station. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this special Christmas episode of the Rediscover the 80s podcast. It is time once again for our annual tradition of opening up an old Christmas catalog and then going on a shopping spree. We've done this for several years now. Uh, in this feed, actually, you can find a few shows for Rediscover the 80s. And if you uh, followed me over on the Retro Network Time Machine, we did a couple shows over there over the last few years. And this time we're back over here to uh, rediscover the 80s with some familiar voices, of course. First, it's Jason here, of course, playing host and flipping through the pages with me on this episode, as he's done several times in the past, Mr. Chad Young from the Horror Movie Barbecue. Hey, Chad. You know, Jason, you missed the opportunity to say that you were the ho-ho-host. Ho-ho-host. Yes. There you go. I, uh... I am the Ho, ho, horror movie barbecue. Yes, yes, yes. Very nice. Well, these, these, these jokes are just, they're, yeah. they're just adding to so many people's joys. It, yeah, if, if people knew me, I should have been all over with some dad jokes here, because that's Seriously? all I post on okay. Facebook. Let's, <laughs> let's pull back the curtain, because every day I see Jason posted something, I just, uh, before I even start reading it, I, I start rolling my eyes, because I know yeah. exactly where it's going to go. Exactly. Yeah, I, I hate Facebook so much, so I'm just trying to get rid of followers over there, and so I have a reason to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> but people laugh, people have fun, you know, it's all about good fun. Uh, also, you might have heard, uh, joining us tonight is my co-host for Memory Jugger and the 80s Weekly, my pal Wyatt. I don't have any Santa Claus cliches. <laughs> I guess I'm a co-host. I don't know. Co- co-ho-ho-host? <laughs> oh, I like that. Or we could go, Oh, Cord Honey All. Yeah, you're, you're taking another, another direction there. That, that is true. Anyway, glad you guys are here and we're all here. We've had some scheduling conflicts. We're finally all together here and ready to do this show. And uh, so we've landed on the 1982 Sears Wish Book for this year's episode. Going back 40 years. Dear God, we're getting old. Uh, <laughs> this catalog, actually, this year in 1982 was the 50th anniversary of Sears, if you guys mm -hmm. noticed that on the front cover. So I I tend to kind of look at the, you know, the covers and what's on the inside there. Typically, there's some information about, you know, the book and uh, just everything that's inside. Uh, the cover on this 1982 book wasn't as inviting as some of the others I've seen. There's just like this wintry image or maybe from a painting and a little red bow in the corner you know most i see is the, these like staged family settings in front of the fireplace with the mom and the dad and the daughter you know <laughs> very uh i don't know very 80s and it, it almost looks like olin mills pictures or something on the front of these catalog covers but uh not so much with the 82 uh sears wish book but there were still some fun things about this. I just running through the entire catalog. Did you guys see anything unique or maybe like a running theme, something you saw a lot of, or some funny pictures, weird products, anything like that? We'll just start off with this little icebreaker. What about you, Chad? Did you see anything like that? Yeah, I noticed that there was a the seventies and early eighties really sucked and were boring. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. And I, I saw a lot of like, and, and, you know, Jason doing your website and, you know, as big fans of like the eighties and nostalgia, we know this, it usually takes like a year or two or three sometimes for a decade to kind of start mm-hmm. forming its own like culture and personality. So there was a lot of like seventies runoff here. I feel yeah. like it's a lot of like styles and like, just it felt weird mm-hmm. to see because I wasn't born until 83. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that I like and like a lot of this, a lot of my aesthetics are usually like, right later in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. So this is a lot of like wood paneling, <laughs> like stuff you would find at like a flea market or something like that. Uh, I loved all the Dukes of Hazard stuff. I love oh, yeah. all the stuff. I, I would ha- I would fancy a guess that somebody's going to be picking a lot of Dukes of Hazard stuff in this episode, but <laughs> oh, really interesting. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Yeah, we don't do that here. No. Um, I think one of my favorite things is just all the video games, and you just see just how basic it was until uh-huh. Nintendo came along. I, right. I, you know, so that that was a favorite of mine as well. Yeah. Yeah, all the technology. I always love looking at the technology of the time, and there's some fun ones in this book that I had never have never seen or knew existed. And and some of the like boom boxes and things. Uh, mm-hmm. We might get to one depending on what I pick for my my tech gift here. But yeah, it's it. We're kind of right on the cusp of all that marketing and the uh, the floodgates opening to really market all these cartoons and things that we were getting in the early 80s 82 you know we've got shows like dukes of hazard there's the smurfs and strawberry shortcake there's like this book turned into a smurfs catalog for like 10 pages i don't know if you guys <laughs> saw that but uh, pac-man yeah lots of things like that in this in this book but there's still we're still miles away from you know the the real mid 80s when you get masters universe and gi joe and transformers mm-hmm. and all this just awesome stuff by the way did did these magazines always list food products like i feel like there was like cookies and like a lot of yeah, like yeah. summer sausages and all that yeah I yeah think they always have thing we just didn't remember yeah. that yeah yeah I we weren't say, looking for geez. it no <laughs> yeah when they Definitely stopped doing not. stuff like that I don't know, but I do remember, you know, we've picked like popcorn tins and and things like that over Mm -hmm. the the course of us doing these shopping spree shows. But uh, I, yeah, I've always remembered seeing a little bit of food in in some of these catalogs. What about you, Wyatt? What do you, uh, when you were flipping through the book, anything that just popped out at you? Well, a couple things I can see from Chad's eyes, you know, we only got a chance to look at it because I don't remember ever seeing it every year. Mm-hmm. At least growing up, I don't remember seeing that catalog every year. So I do see with my adult eyes that are now in the 2022, it does look very antiquated. You got the wood paneling. You see the <laughs> older photography. But I did see what seemed to be a theme. I, mm-hmm. it just because it's it's the age, the era, and it was all the electronics because it right. seemed to be a boom of a, of an uh, explosion of electronics so you got these various camcorders from whatever size with the little vcr slung attachment <laughs> for your tape you have a yeah. little more compact unit but it still looks like it has to weigh 50 pounds the the variety of tv slash furniture that's available uh, 
and what was still fascinating is how small it could get. You know, we we sometimes, at least even me, I know it existed being a child of the eighties, but you you look at like our kids, for instance, they think that an old tube TV has to been from like the twenties. But you see these <laughs> small five inch, six inch little colored TVs at me, I'm like, I don't remember seeing this, but that was really cool. Even for that era, that's a small yeah. little cool box why did it never take off you know right right because i would have swooped one up but i guess our income <laughs> well, was a little bit different because that was like a 300 dollars item i'm like dude yeah yeah back then it was you know jump to 2022 it's like a thousand dollar item you know <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> inflation and stuff but yeah it's the electronics were they were everywhere you had all of the little handheld games and and things digital just on the cusp of like digital watches and, and things like that you could see as well. Yeah. So the, the technology was just starting and to the, flow. But And the variety of arcade systems. You got the Atari. You got the Atari computer. You got uh, the, oh, yeah. the, the Telesystem and whatever cousin. I can't remember right off the top of my head. Television yeah, and yeah, yeah. There was a cousin to that one that was all in there. So you sit there and think, wow, all these people competed to get their name in there i'm talking manufacturer like atari and a television and, and so forth mm -hmm. coleco they're trying to get their name to try to get their foothold into that market atari obviously won that i would argue a little a little better and then it you can't help even unless you sit and think of as a, as a kid back in 82 you can't help but wonder okay my smartphone i can get all these arcades. In fact, <laughs> I just found Capcom Bowling, which Jason and I revere as an awesome bowling arcade game. And I finally found it through a little bit of sleuthing and found an app, essentially mod emulator on my phone. So now I can play Capcom Bowling while playing NES, <laughs> while playing uh, Parsec from my TI-99, yeah. while I am still have a little tiny window up here watching ALF. I mean, I can do all this. <laughs> and this is so cool. I I can uh, sum up this catalog in one picture. Go to page 48 if you would, if you've got your catalog up. Page 48 is the uh the picture of the family in their monogrammed sweaters. I I put this out on uh, Oh jeez, that stood out in my head too. I was like, "Holy <laughs> yep, crap." Yep, yep. I'm not allowed How? to curse on this, right? Well, we 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 try not to. Yeah. Okay. We try to keep it yeah. family friendly. Uh, well, so is the so is the white bread nonsense in this photo. This is just terrifying. <laughs> like a uh, how, like how, Star Trek characters. Like yeah, the, what, the red shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Somebody actually said I put this out on Twitter, and somebody said for the uh, quick minute there, I thought it was the Star Trek uniforms. <laughs> so yeah, but how much would you get bullied or just your butt kicked in school if you're wearing this around, you know, with your little monogrammed, you know, sweater? Oh, oh Lord! I would hope no one leaves the house wearing those at all. <laughs> hey, kids or adults, I feel like there's a lot of being thrown into dumpsters and duct taped to park benches if you're wearing that. I, I just, oh, <laughs> yeah. Now, one other thing I wanted to point out before we get into our list, there was another fun little thing that I found I had never seen before. Go to page 13, which is at the beginning of the book, where you have all of these gifts for five dollars ten dollars twenty five dollars yeah. if you go to page 13 there is a precursor 
to the fanny pack. And it is... Oh, my. <laughs> yes. It is... It is a, it looks like a miniature backpack that you would hang on your belt right on the side. I had never seen this before. I just thought it was weird. I think that I like that putting... better than the fanny pack. Uh, I've <laughs> seen this for the very first time. Now, we're talking about people getting beaten up for wearing those sweaters. Imagine how many kids are getting beaten up for wearing this. Yeah. Like, this the, is just... Whew, well, it, it, is, it is for girls. It says the girls' hip pack. Yep. Oh, so, oh, wow. but it looks like a, just like a miniature backpack. I had never seen this before to just hang on your belt and put whatever, you know, whatever you need in there on the go. I didn't uh, see one <laughs> anyway. person wearing this at a uh, RetroCon, and now I'm upset. <laughs> no, I feel like yeah. someone, who, <laughs> I, someone had to have had, had this in, like in their house. Now we'll look. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was just a couple fun things that I found uh, as I'm thumbing through the book. Well, let's go ahead and get on to our shopping spree. So the rules are pretty simple. There's no cash limit here. Just going to buy until our uh, our heart's content. And we're going to do it round robin. So a new person will start each round. And uh, we'll introduce the categories here. Once an item is selected, it's off the board. Can't mm -hmm. choose it. Okay. And then we'll try to uh, recap our list at the end. And maybe our listeners can choose which shopper stuff was the best. So the categories we're going to be giving you, we're going to do a gift for each other. So Wyatt is going to pick for Chad, Chad's going to pick for me, and I'm going to pick for Wyatt. Just one thing from the random thing from the book. We're going to do a clothing item or outfit. You know, if you wanted to do like shirts, pants, shoes, uh, something like that. We're going to do a Christmas item, anything that's just Christmas themed or related. One video game can be, I said, like a cartridge or, I don't know, even if you want to do a whole system, or a handheld game, because there's a lot of those in here as well. And then one electronic item or tech item, anything that plugs in, needs batteries, you know, whatever. Pick uh, anything electronic there. Of course, two rounds of toys. we got to have our toys. And then one random item from the book, anything you want to uh, take with you as we wrap things up. So... Chad, I'm going to let you go first since you are uh, a guest and not a normal. <laughs> well, well, nobody no, here is no, normal. No, you're right. Nobody you're right. here is normal <laughs> since you're not one of the uh, regular hosts on here on the podcast. I'm going to let you go first, and you uh, are picking for me. So, what did you pick for me in the book? Okay, so first off, you, I mean you were right by saying not normal. So, um, <laughs> Jason, I know how much you love the '80s. I know how much you love Dukes of Hazard, and I know how much you love slot cars. So I grabbed you on page 602, number two, the Dukes of uh, Hazzard figure eight raceway. Oh my gosh, yes. So I feel like, you know, I, I could see you wanting this as a kid. And oh, I mean, it, is it safe to assume you didn't really get this? No, I slot cars. I've always loved the slot car tracks and never got a really great one. And this one looks kind of like you're... Is it slot cars or is it just something that you're able to push or something along the track? I'm, I can't you tell. Know, now that I'm looking at it even more, I, I maybe it's like a Hot Wheels thing. Which Slam Figure Eight Raceway? It's the generally in the Hazard County Sheriff's car as they race off against each other on this Figure Eight racetrack. Place cars on the back up loading mechanism and hit the slam shifter to send them racing down the track. Okay, so there's some kind of uh, there, there's no electronics, there's no like little 
gun, you know, to make your cars go. You're just hitting them and trying to crash them into each other, I guess. But there's a jump. I see a jump there, so that's cool as well. You you got to like have that. a jump if it's Dukes of Hazard. Heck yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Oh, I, side note, my original choice. Uh, I think it's on either the next or the previous page. They have a plush flash, which I didn't know that they made. <laughs> Where is it? What what page? Six oh three, I think. I I didn't know that they made that. Yeah. That's crazy. I did see that. Yeah, because we're in, we're in the uh, we we've turned into the Dukes of Hazard portion of the catalog, yes, we here, have. which is several pages. And I see some things that even Wyatt had, but yeah, I didn't know that plush flash dog uh, existed yeah. either. I don't remember so. it, but I know that they sell that now. Oh, yeah. Cooters! Oh, oh, do they? <laughs> oh, do they? Really? Oh, yeah. No kidding. Have you been to Cooters by the way? I have twice. Yeah. Did you go to the Hazard Fest? I went to the Cooter's last stand in 2017. Mm, okay. I need to go again before right. Cooter or anybody else passes. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> They're getting up there. They're getting up there. All right. Well, uh, I'll go next, and I picked for Wyatt. And uh, we'll just you know, kind of stay in the Dukes of Hazzard uh, <laughs> mentality here. But we're going to go to page 443. And I know this would have been before we had cars. But our friend and yours here, Chad, he had a Dixie horn set up in his car no. in high school. Good great. And so what is wrong with you? If if you can, <laughs> if you go down to uh I think it's number seven here, you've got the musical car horns. There's like <laughs> five of them right there. And you've got three tunes to choose from. Well, of course we're gonna do the Dixie horns. For uh, fifty-seven dollars here, you can Ooh. set those up in your car, and uh, you know, announce your presence anytime you go anywhere. Yeah. While we're on the subject, was it just the General Lee, or did Daisy's Jeep have that too? No, Daisy never had a, any type of horn in her car. Okay, the, that's the conventional Jeep horn. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, side note. Side note for me, Jason is legit. I had this musical one hundred and one programmable thing with you could actually program like i think a half dozen others dixie horn was in there he programmed the jaws theme <laughs> oh i it. did that's right oh yep. gosh i forgot about that and then fast forward when i was in joined the air force i happened upon the actual air trumpets that jc whitney used to carry and i bought myself a set of those for my old 94 dodge dakota and carried that for <laughs> 10 years then it quit the bed when i traded the truck and bought another set and put it in my next Dakota that I bought. And now they're just in a pile in my shed. See, I was thinking the one that you had in high school was just like one horn and it was able to do, you know, different notes instead it, of having it was like a little, five. It there. was a little cone horn. Yes. That sat out underneath, mm -hmm. underneath one of the vents underneath the, the hood. And it had like, I don't know, like I said, a hundred and some buttons and it had everything. <laughs> it had the Star Trek theme. It had, <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I'd have to prop, prop up JC Whitney to see what it had, but it had like, a, like I said, a hundred of them. That's but it didn't crazy. have the Jaws one, and Jason figured it out, so he popped it in there and saved it. And I later turned that speaker into my outdoor speaker for my sound, my stereo. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember. I had this little kill. Switch I remember. On the yeah, side, you had the whole change. setup in your truck. <laughs> yep. 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 We'll get All carried right. away if I keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep going. So uh, you're picking for Chad, Wyatt. What are you picking for Chad? Well, I know that you're 
more into the horror stuff, which was hard to find in any of these in this catalog. But the closest I could come up with, Chad, was on page 516. There is a ventriloquist dummy, which, <laughs> is, the 30, which is the 30 inch Bozo the Clown doll. Oh, uh, God. Oh, God. I see it. <laughs> uh, I have got, you said 516? Yes. 516. All right. Let, uh, I'm pulling it up uh, right now. These are all creepy. I see. Uh, oh, that. my gosh. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Ew. I'm sorry oh. for yelling, Jason. You're going to have to. This is this is great, Chad. Ew. Just just think about having this this clown puppet in your car and just like peeking his head up over the the window Sunroom. as you're <laughs> at, no as you're next to somebody, you know, <laughs> right out the driver window. Just pop his head up a little bit, and you're you're you kind of looking the other way. Are... <laughs> Ew. Oh, look. Now look, wait, you've wait got a wait a minute. Why do they you got have... Groucho? There's Groucho. There's Mo. Mo. Why is there yeah. One there's the Howdy Doody. Well, if you're gonna have one of the three, you've got to have Mo. He's the one that was just the you know the loud mouth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, you got me there. Oh, but yeah, it's kind of weird seeing Mo by himself and not no Larry and Curly. I agree. You'd have to get three of your friends to you know get put on a whole shtick. <laughs> that clown though. Oh yeah. Mm, no. Oh gosh. Uh, no. That is definitely going on Twitter tonight with a mummy <laughs> when I go out and film tonight. There you go. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's terrifying. <laughs> I hate it. I hope you kept a gift receipt. And I, hope <laughs> I thought you would like that kind of stuff. I, I like yeah, I just don't want I don't want it anywhere near me. It's terrifying. But it's the fucking right. count. It's Christmas. It's That's better right. than That's right. Yeah. And, You're right. Just, just why it's put the receipt. oh now it all makes sense (laughs) all right so uh let's keep it rolling here so the next round we're going to do our clothing or outfit here and i'm going to start and we're going to go to page 262 and uh we're just uh we're chilling at the house i'm not going out there's a lot of crazy clothes crazy (laughs) designs in here But we're going to, uh, yeah, page 262, oh. and I'm going to do the combo here. So we're going to get a nice Pittsburgh Steelers flannel robe. Just imagine that uh, the kid in the Cowboys robe, you know, a nice black and gold with the, the Steelers logo there on the pocket. And then, yeah, we're going to combo that with the slipper socks <laughs> on the next page or the next oh. panel there. Slipper socks. My nice. Goodness. I, I do not remember these being a trend at all. But it's like vinyl on the bottom. It's almost like a, a, a having a, the footy pajamas, but just the socks, <laughs> you know, the bottom. I had never remembered these at all, the slipper socks. But they look fun. <laughs> you would stay warm, and then, you know, you can go and get the mail if you need to because you got the, the, the slipper socks on, you know? Yeah. Wear those to the uh, Steelers game. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Right, you know what? Right. You probably fit in too. Like <laughs> how crazy they are yeah. and how crazy they dress. That's right. There's there should have been a yellow towel around in, in this catalog somewhere. You know, use that as your terrible towel. So yeah. So that's that's all I did for my clothing. I'm, I'm I got the robe and I got the slipper socks to just chill. <laughs> I, oh, hear, boy. I hear silence. Yeah. That's what I thought. All right. We know what else that means. <laughs> All right, well, let's go on to Wyatt. What was your uh, your clothing items? 
just a few pages item. to the right, 265. Uh -huh. I'm going to get, I doubt I would fit into them this today, but <laughs> I get the Dukes of Hazard PJs with the robe. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, let me say, so you got the PJs. You, the robe is similar to mine as far as, because I saw this, I was like, this was on, in the running for maybe getting for you. But they also have on page 357 is the Dukes of Hazard slipper socks. So we're I doing slipper socks for everybody. Yeah, I, it's just kind of random that they put, <laughs> they put the slipper socks. With, with, there's like hoodies, long sleeve shirts. I guess there is a PJ set there. But so there's your Dukes of Hazard slipper socks. I'll buy those for you since nice. you're going to go all with the PJs. That. That's awful. <laughs> that's, that's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. That's right, it. right. As what long as you, you don't grow out of them. <laughs> what about you, Chad? We're going to go to 241 since you guys want to dress like bums. Um, <laughs> I decided that I, by the way, holler at a. Uh, there you, you know, go. Montana, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Look Looking at that. Great. Look at that. He looks like a kid. He, he, he is a kid. I know. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously I'm a Bears fan, and I am gonna go with number 34 jersey, the greatest football player of all time, Mr. Sweetness himself, Walter Payton. Walter Payton, yep. Uh-huh. And if someone wants to argue that Walter Payton wasn't the greatest of all time, we Bro, I'm six foot six. I'll meet you outside. <laughs> so then, this is weird because it's like before, like Nike and Reebok even got their hands on these things. These look like just regular T-shirts. And like, if you ever, for anyone who's not really able to picture what this looks like, you know, go back and think of all those like late '70s, early '80s summer camp movies where like the, there's the one counselor that's like wearing a like a, a half shirt and it's like a jersey. It's yep. usually like green or blue or something like that. Yeah. Like, yep. this is exactly what they look like. And it's kind of fun to see them knowing how far jerseys have come now. Like, I'm a jersey collector. So I love this. Well, it's funny. Like, the NFL logo that they have, it looks like a, a football. It's got the yep. leather there in the corner. Not an NFL logo you've ever seen before. No. There's no NFL branding at all on these jerseys. It's just the. 49ers and the number, you know, with the yeah, uh, the triple stripes on the the two sleeves. So it's very it's plain, but but yeah, compared to what you see now, you see Nike logos and all kinds of stuff on all of the jerseys, and of course the NFL shield. None of that was back here. It was just plain Jane. All right, I like the Niners and I like number sixteen. Yep, that's no, all I need. That is all I need, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah. I, you know what? You know what this NFL logo kind of looks like is the Mad Balls logo, but if you just uh, <laughs> put it in like a football. Yeah, yeah, made it to a football. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Now, now I'm gonna have to do a side by side comparison here. Ooh. Yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we made it through our uh, clothing items, and now we're up to our Christmas item, and we're gonna start with Wyatt on this one. So, what uh, Christmas item did you find in the book, Wyatt? This is really because I remembered having this as a kid, and it was on page Ooh. 403. Uh-huh. It's the Christmas light bubbling lights where they kind of bubble. Oh, this yeah. tube, colored tube. What page? 403. 403. Up in the left corner there, yeah. 
they actually st- it out. He was like, "Dog, keep off." They actually they, still they, make those. They do. My neighbor has has them, and I oh, I haven't found. I them love since. them. I love. Them. You always had one that maybe didn't heat up quite as much, and it wouldn't do the bubble, and you're like, "Come on, man!" But they were so cool and just fun. I could stare into the tree for hours uh, looking at those lights. That's what I did as a kid, just on loop, essentially watching it bubble. Oh man, that's cool. There's some fun. Uh, Fun lights on this page. Yes, there are. There's like candles you put in the tree there. I've never seen those before. That's why they're probably not in the market anymore. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> Chad, did you have the bubble lights? The bubble lights. I don't think we... Wait, which one's on the page before? Or the ones No, on the- it's, on, it's on 403 in the top left corner there. Those ones that have the, the large round bottom and then those the skinny stuff with the liquid in it that, that has the bubbles in it. Okay, let's. Uh, you said we were a family program. Let's 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 keep it okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, the, I I don't remember the bubble lights. I gotta be honest. These. Uh, okay. Oh my. Uh, I remember them. So, I think that's a good pick, Wyatt. Good pick. All right, Chad. What's your Christmas item? Uh, on three eighty nine. Three eighty nine. Food because. Yeah. No, oh, there. Uh, you go. know exactly where I'm going. Where am I going, Jason? Well, I just was taking it all in because there's so oh. much on here. But you got, let's see, you got cookies. You've got, what is that, bread down here? Oh, and the chocolates, of course. Mm. Oh, is, are those the uh, the Hershey Kisses cookies there? What is those? Mm. Close. I am I looking at is. letter N, butter cookies. Oh, yeah, the butter cookie assorted. Oh, man. Graham had those every year. They're so good. Oh. You could eat a whole... Ten of them. Just, yeah. You know what? Just give me a tin of the pretzel uh, shaped cookies. That's what <laughs> yeah. I want. I just want. Yeah. I just want to eat all. <laughs> oh man, good pick. Yeah, and those are classic too. Those have they still make those today? So that's how you can tell they're yeah. dang good cookies. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they still put them out today, and we still want to get them. Very good pick. And Christmas, you know, you always have the goodies out. There's always little things that you set out while, you know, before you get to the dinner, kind of like Thanksgiving. And those tins, you know, those were the perfect gift. It still are the perfect gift to me who uh, loves to eat. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My Christmas item, page 413. I had not remembered this, but uh, all of my uh, friends who are getting gifts this year is going to be wrapped in Smurfs gift wrapping paper there in the top right corner. And there's four different designs. So you can't beat that. The Smurfs wrapping paper, there's a white background with all the characters on it. And then you got one that's like the Smurfs village and maybe them ice skating over here. My eyes aren't too good. (laughs) But Oh, my word. Just, uh, oh man, I love the Smurfs in this time. And well, I still love the Smurfs, but I think they came out in like 81. It was early 80s. And I would have been eating all this up right here. Give me the Smurfs wrapping paper. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Look at that design. Oh, it's just so beautiful. I just saw that. I'm lucky I did that they put up there in the corner and I caught my eye. I was like, oh, Smurfs wrapping paper. Yeah. Let's get that. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we are up to, we're back around to Chad, and we're doing our uh, video game. Mm. Our uh, electronic game or video game 
what were you, uh, what did you find in this wonderful book? So I mentioned it before and, um, well, we're going to go to 645 and just how honky tonk all of these, you know, <laughs> video games look, uh-huh. you know, there's some really fun games on page 645 and the one mm-hmm. This is all for the Atari video computer system. Mm-hmm. Or, or I'm sorry. They're all compatible with Sears Video Arcade, Video Arcade 2, Atari, Atari Video Computer System. Which, uh-huh. remember the Sears Video Arcade. Did you guys ever have it's, that? Well, let's talk. Go ahead and take your pick, and we'll, we're going to go over a couple pages because I want to check it. I want you all to see it. Okay. I picked, um, I picked the very first choice on the page, number 18. The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yes. That's really the only one I recognize. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, that game was so bad. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I, I, well, at least to me it was. It may, somebody else may correct me if they want to that's uh, listening or eventually watching. I can't remember who it was that had it. I just could never get the thing to, to do what I wanted it to do. <laughs> Very simple. But, yeah, seeing the... It, and the way <laughs> it was weird, the way the at at walks, it, yes. their their legs are all kind of jumbled like uh, I don't oh, know, well. like a bunch of sticks put together. <laughs> so it wasn't very fluid. But you know, of course, Atari at the time. But that would have been a game though. This Christmas, yeah, you've got the Empire Strikes Back. Just would have came out what uh, a couple years ago, you know, before this. So and this is before. Right- before, yeah, right Return before Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, oh my gosh. That's why it's one of the the larger screens we see. Yeah, exactly. And and they've got the this is great that they put that little inlay here with the actual walker in between the screens. So, oh yeah, that's a good pick. I didn't like the game, but I think it's a good pick. Yeah, see I saw I think it's a couple pages over. It's page 646. At the bottom, they're saying the Sears Video Arcade, and it looks pretty much like an Atari, but it's branded Video Arcade. Like Sears, they got a license from <laughs> Atari to make these systems, but with their name on it. You know, oh, it's it's weird. That would, and that would never happen now. Oh Can no! Oh, oh going no! Like Sony and being like, "Hey, we want to take uh, the patent or the design for PlayStation 5. And we want to just market it as the target video system. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Atari. Yeah. Look at it. It's just... It, the wood paneling on the side, I think, is a little bit darker than the, the normal 2600, but it's it's a 2600. And you got the same paddles than the joysticks, you know, you would use for Atari and the, the, playing the Atari game. So, gosh, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to me that I they would brand it that mm-hmm. way. I just don't remember this. I, I, this I don't must either. Been, I mean, I know that I, you know. Did you guys see all the accessories that are in here? Like the little cases you put your Atari in and it has a little clear oh, cover to flip down. Yeah, there's some in there that just I, I saw and was like, wow, I don't remember having that or, or, you know, dad always hated my Atari. So he was he was not buying something to keep it, you know, pristine in. If it fell off the side of the TV stand, well, that was my fault, and sorry, <laughs> you know. Oh, goodness. anyway, all right. My choice. I'm actually not going with the video game. I'm going to go with a handheld game. And so on page six thirty four, six thirty four. Now, I was a big fan of the Mattel 
little handheld games, the football and mm-hmm. I had football and baseball. <laughs> I played those all the time. Now down in the, the, the left corner here, uh, number 16 mm-hmm. is called the seven in one sports stadium. And you've got all of these other extra little screens that you can pop in. So in case you don't want to, and it's two player, which is nice. So you got the red little thumbstick on both sides to uh, play both sides of, you know, like baseball, but there's like football and basketball and tennis and soccer and all these other little games. And you just pop the screen in and out. I had never seen that before. I thought that was the coolest thing. That's pretty wild. And so it's two people can play this. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, I, I had a baseball game that was similar to that. That was years later and one person could pitch and one person would bat. So I remember that setup, but I never remember seeing anything that where you can pop the screens in and out. It's essentially like, you know, those uh, uh, screens that you would get for your Etch-A-Sketch. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you you put the little screen in, you could do something, a little game or whatever, pop that out, put something else in. It's kind of like that. It's still probably the same little red. It's not really LED, but the, the red lights, you know, that light up as you're playing the game. But they, they give you some different options. You just pop it in. I thought that was the coolest thing. That's so, and you know, and like you said, like that time, like what exactly, like that's, that's so crazy for that time. Yeah. I, I'm in full, because what, before this, wasn't it just that handheld football? Like was. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's in this like stage in the early eighties, that was about it. There's a few on the next page too, that are on the side that look a little bit more complex, but. I never remember having the uh, the screens that pop in and out. I thought that was the just the coolest thing. I can see that like blowing a lot of kids' minds. Like, oh my gosh, we can play soccer and baseball and <laughs> right. football. Right. Well, think about it. We didn't have that diversity. You had to get a whole new game for every little thing you right. wanted because mm-hmm. they made the football. That's what you predominantly remember. But you had the, a baseball. I think you had a. A soccer. There's, there's basketball. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And, you know, they're, I'm looking at the prices here. So the cheapest, you're probably in the eight, $9 range. This thing was $40 and you got whatever, seven different games you could play. So that was a deal right there, man. Okay. <laughs> Pop in and out of your screens. But all right, Wyatt, I've yacked enough. What uh, video game? Well, just because I never actually had it, I was going to go. Back towards the end of the catalog, page 646, and get myself an Atari arcade system. Mm-hmm. Never actually had one since I had my Texas Instruments 99 4A, but I did get a chance to play with it. If you had it or another friend had it, get to play some games. I remember liking Superman and Pitfall and Pac-Man was okay, but after a while you're like, okay, the ghosts are getting me too much. So either yeah. suck or Atari, whatever. Atari Pac-Man wasn't that great either. <laughs> but that, Did not you know, well. it's something I didn't have, but kind of wanted, even with my, my Texas Instruments, kind of felt like I was left out in a way because, I, I, hey, you know, I got this computer. I can't put Pac-Man in my cartridge yeah. and play it. I have a pseudo Pac-Man with Jawbreaker and... Um, Munch Man. Munch Man was the other name that they made. <laughs> Munch Man. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I so mean, it's just all the classic games are, are here. You got Missile Command and... That's it. New, There's so much new is Frogger, you know. 
I remember <laughs> growing up, we had, when we moved into my stepdad's, his daughters had that Intella, Intellivision. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was that one. That's uh, in this catalog, yeah. Right, and it had the card games. So I was playing like Blackjack and all these other games. <laughs> Didn't have anything else on Teaching it. Teaching you young. Yeah, yeah Teaching really. Teaching you gamble That's why I suck old. even at the card table now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. But the Atari seemed more fun, and that's why I chose it. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of these games. I probably had about 20 or 30 Atari games, and they're good for about, you know, five minutes, and then you're on to the next cartridge. <laughs> Just because that was the technology of the time. Right. But I almost went, on page three, is that Donkey Kong? Did y'all see that? The the, the I tabletop did. arcade? Well, I had that. Page three, right in the front it's of the book. My goodness. It was 75 well, less than $75. Ooh. It was $60. I don't think I had it this early. I think I got it later in the 80s, but, oh, I had that for the longest time, and I regretted selling that when I did. I think I sold it to eBay. I needed some money. and Oh, wow. It's just, you know, the miniature arcade. They've made several of them over the years. I think there's actually (laughs) some more in this catalog that are, I know Pac-Man, they did a Pac-Man that way. Uh, and uh, and eventually Zaxxon, I think they did one that was kind of that style. But anyway, man, that just brought back so many memories as well. All right, so let's keep going. We're up to our electronic item. Let's see. I think I'm up. Um, whew, this is a tough call because there's some great electronics in here, mm-hmm. and I want to kind of point one out at some point, but. I'm going to go, I, I don't know. I'm probably going to look like a, a dope wearing this, but I don't care. Page <laughs> page 165. Page 165. This is state-of-the-art technology, ladies and gentlemen. 165. We oh are going gosh. We are going with the radio watch. <laughs> now, this caught my eye because this kind of looks like the watch that Michael Knight wore in Knight Rider. Ooh. Actually, it does. With that little dial at the yep. bottom. That's probably but what they actually used. Th- this is this is crazy to me. We have a digital wristwatch that you can plug headphones into and listen to AM radio. I mean, come on, people. This is state-of-the-art. <laughs> state-of-the-art. Oh, but I, what I want to know, because it says in the description, let's see, plug into watch and to give hours of listening enjoyment. How fast are you draining this little watch battery <laughs> listening to the radio, you know? And it can't, I mean, it's AM, so obviously AM isn't the best quality anyway, but. Well, if uh, you look throughout this catalog, every novelty something that they had was all AM yeah. radio. Yeah, this is kind of before FM really took off, but, I, you know, 1982, you've got a watch you can plug headphones into and listen to the radio. How cool is that? It is. It's really cool. <laughs> I almost went down just below that is the Pac-Man watch. Yeah. That that is another thing that I did have later, well, probably middle or or later 80s because I remember I bought it and I took it to school and they told me you're not wearing that here anymore <laughs> once they figured out what it was and what oh, I was sure. doing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so luckily they didn't get confiscated, but I wore it to school like those? one day and that was the, it. The- what are these characters? Is that like a little... Oh, they're jewelry. Never mind. Pac-Man jewelry. Yep. Okay. I didn't even see, didn't notice these. I was looking at the watches. but All right, Wyatt, for you, your electronic item. 
there's so many in here, so many gadgets I really wanted, but I just caught it. And I think just down below that uh, number item number seven is the Dukes of Hazard game watch. <laughs> I had no idea that no idea they had made a Dukes of Hazard game watch. Right, nor did I. I knew they had watches. That's one of the collector items that you see all over the place, but it's just a regular old digital watch with you know Dukes of Hazard markings all over it. But this is a yeah, it's a new thing to me. Yeah, I was trying to see. Three different action-packed road race games. Yeah. Man. That's high tech for that. <laughs> no kidding. They have games on there. It's not too bad. That's it's crazy. 30 bucks. And it's not it's not really branded that much with Dukes of Hazard. I'm trying to see the actual watch here. It looks like in the top and the bottom of the screen, there's a little bit, but you know. Yeah, it's not very uh, well branded. Well, no. later, later in the 80s, you'd have stuff on the, the wristband itself, you know, and logos and all kinds of stuff. But it's real simple, except that there's like four buttons on each or two buttons on each side of the watch, right. you know, to do your racing or whatever. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> all right, Chad. <laughs> What you picking? I, I'm picking something that I'm surprised you guys were not going after. We're going to go to page 166. Next page over. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw I'm it. Su- the, the, I'm shocked you guys didn't go for this. Now, I have a story about this. I do have a good story. It's not really a good story, but whatever. Um, it's my <laughs> turn. So, in 1995, I was really into collecting Star Wars memorabilia, especially, like, the older stuff. Uh-huh. During that point until like 97 nothing new with star wars was coming out and i saw this beautiful alarm clock that i really loved for some reason (laughs) and it is a talking star wars alarm clock with uh you hear c3po and r2d2 going back and forth um (laughs) it's just so cool and i wanted it i forgot what the agreement with my mom was but we found it at like an antique dealer or something and I never got it. I think it sold before I could actually get back and mm. buy oh, it. 28 oh, bucks. But, oh, gosh. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh. That, this that's, one... I, I, and the, 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 the big compromise there was in 1995. I think Kenner put out a bank that would also talk. And like mm. R2 would kind of slide up and push a coin into like the little nice. uh, bank. So I got that. That's a nice little compromise, but I've never forgotten this alarm clock. It just looks so cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Something I would buy now. I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that other clock on the left looks really cool where the face is part of the TIE fighter there. And yeah, they, uh, they've got they, the little background. Yeah, that one's pretty cool too. That one's pretty cool. I don't think I'd ever seen that one. Or if I did, I, I, I don't remember. But cool. also, side note, my family had the uh, Star Wars uh, Sokies, the little shampoo bottles down there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. ages. We had that Yoda until probably, (laughs) you know, uh, 91, 92. I don't know. Wow. That's that's funny. Uh, Yeah, I saw there's several things that I wrote down as as kind of my wild cards that I remember having out of this catalog. So I know my parents were shopping in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we are now up to... The big one. We're up to the toys, and let's see who's uh, who went with the electronic item. I think I did. Why? Yeah. I think you're up. So why pick one toy to start, yeah. and then we're going to make 
we were going to make our way back around. So now you had to change so, my rules because I was going to be all, you know. Uh, no, don't take them both now. You got to take one. Just one. One, Cause Wyatt. Because I, I originally wanted to take, it's a page. All of everything on 602 <laughs> and everything all on 603, <laughs> which is all Duke's Hazard stuff. But since you're going to micromanage me here. Yep. I'll get one thing. Getting all angry. I love it. Oh my God. I'll go get my Dukes of Hazard big wheel back. Oh, oh yes. Now wait now the page five sixty two. <sighs> that looks cool. Because I think I actually had this guy. I didn't have the big wheel. I had this guy, I think, growing up. Mm-hmm. And I, I used it so much that the flat portion of that wheel mm-hmm. was pretty well gone. So all I had was, you know, the vertical st- I don't know, discs of, of the big wheel. Mm. <laughs> Very cool. Wild. Toy number two. No, nope. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, are we going to go around? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do, let's go, let's give uh, Chad a shot okay, at the toys okay. and me, yeah. and then we'll come back around. All right, yeah. Chad, what's your first toy? I, right. I, I can peg you for one. I know one you're going to pick. Oh, I want to hear what you're, you're pegging me for. 600. It's on 608. Close. That haunted, uh, you know what? We'll, 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 we'll get to that. Okay. Um, but we're okay. gonna be on six oh six for a second. Okay. Because what I see is I want the a Cobra lot of green. One. You see a lot of green, yep. except for Cobra Commander. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want that that Cobra <sighs> Command headboards, which oh looks wow, so ridiculous, but. I'm trying to remember if the headquarters had come out by this point, but this is kind of cool. Movable elevator and rocket and three Cobra action figures, sturdy cardboard backdrop with instruction. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sturdy cardboard. $11. What a bargain. And how much is it going for now? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Millions. This is a, a, big one for G.I. Joe collectors because uh-huh. this thing got damaged and destroyed so quickly. I can imagine. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's pretty cool looking. I hard, like. hard to find one in a good condition. I didn't remember this at all. I Lord went God. past this page and I didn't remember this. I remember the G.I. Joe headquarters but not the yeah. Cobra headquarters. So, yeah. great pick. Great pick. Yeah. Alright, uh, now where do I go? I'm going to do this one just because it's fun. And I remember actually going to the stunt show page 595. Wyatt, I, I wonder if you saw this. Wait, what page? 595 middle of the page is the Joey Chitwood thrill yep. set. Yep. We went there by together. Ertle. Yes. Oh so we saw, gosh. we saw Joey, the Joey Chitwood show at our County fair. I saw it several times. But they, a couple they, times, they yeah. had a, a, I think they had a tube like this. I don't know if they, they lit it up with fire or something. So this is kind of similar to what they did. They had the little ramps. You see the white car that's like on two wheels. Yep. They did that all around our horse racing track, like two laps or whatever oh uh, on two wheels. And just the whole setup here. And it's Ertl. I love anything that's Ertl. But you got the the whole flatbed with the, the Mr. Pib. On the side of, yep. I guess that was the sponsor for Joey Chitwood back then. But well, for us, little side note, for us, the Joey Chitwood was the all Chevy 
So it's a big Chevy commercial for Fred Deal Chevrolet. So all <laughs> their cars, right. yeah. the one show that I remember, they had the all brand new sort of contoured, I think it was the last era of the, the, uh-huh. the Monte Carlo. Like it was, it was on the Lumina frame. <gasps> it's motorized. And um, that's also where they had the jet powered truck. I do they, remember that. Yes. They'd fired yeah. up and, you know, we were halfway up the stands and we felt the heat coming off of that thing. Well, it's still a Chevy commercial. Look at the description. Cannon Jump event includes 8-inch long Chevy Titan cab over engine truck. Yep. You skip down here, 7-inch long Chevy pickup. So he was a Chevy man, I guess, for <laughs> the all of his thrill shows. But, oh, man. I had never it, heard of this guy before. No. So it, 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 was this like a just a local thing or was this a national thing? I, he was national, but... You know, he just did these little tours around the country, setting up these little stunt shows, and mm-hmm. it was fun. They would have the cars, and they would I, – I, I think he was a stunt driver, essentially, for Hollywood. And they would do these 180 turns with the cars, like they're you know being chased by the cops, and you whip the steering wheel around, and then they would do it backwards to go in reverse, and you whip 180 and try to keep going in the same direction, you know, all this kind of stuff. It was so much fun to watch as a kid being in love with cars and everything and my dad was a huge car buff so yeah there's some other fun stuff on this page two down there two pictures down there's the fall guy truck oh yeah so yeah mike and mike wanted the tractor backhoe Mm -hmm. whoever mike is (laughs) yeah i love this did you guys (laughs) notice this in the book whoever was doing this was like penciling in or penning in people's uh, names for for people I, I saw that a couple times, Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're back to Wyatt. Go ahead. Your next toy. My next toy is actually on 587. As much as I am the Dukes guy, since I can't have everything Dukes. Can if you want. You're well, I know. I kind of like this Moto Drive car action game. Oh, wow. Because it looks like you can kind of oh. have a maze there. It's not the typical thing like you had with the Dukes, and they had that turbo game mm-hmm. that was derived mm-hmm. that the dukes rather was derived from where it was just you switch left and right on this little makeshift lit display mm-hmm. this looks like you go in circles and go to the outer ring there and i you see have that a little yeah. more challenge to There's it a little shifter there too i don't know yeah. what that's for maybe maybe forwards and backwards that's probably what it is or maybe that's the well maybe that's the, the speed yeah turn the know. ignition key shift into forward and off you go steering wheel regulates car's course via rotating magnet wand under the platform two speeds let you drive fast or slow well who's going to drive slow come on yeah, exactly <laughs> I think moves, that's fun i've never seen that before slow <laughs> that's pretty darn cool yeah okay chad all right 608 as jason did predict Jason, what on the page did you predict that I was going to go after? Just curious. No, 608 is the one that I saw with that uh, that haunted house with all of the Universal Monsters figures down here. That looks pretty glorious. You would be 100% correct. I passed yeah. up on the Masters of the Universe stuff because I guarantee you I, it's already under the tree from Santa. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not going to double dip. But this haunted house, this carrying case... I have never seen this before. This is yeah. I hadn't either. Wild. I've never you've seen this before? I've never <laughs> seen it before, no. Oh, it's beautiful. And I feel like this is probably a cool item to have. So in it, uh well, the top of the font is kind of covering up 
the play case, yeah. but you know, you get you, there's also three packs of the figures that you can add Creepy. on. Here, here's the description: Creepy Crawly Home for Things That Go Bump in the Night. <laughs> Ice Peak, uh, Skeleton Hands Reach, and Cobwebs Abound. Three dimensional effects: Dracula's Coffin, Dark Pit, and Mad Professor's Work Table. There's the uh, the monster packs below. Three monster packs: Frankenstein, Dracula, and well, it says glow in the dark. So mm -hmm. some, something is glowing with these. Nice. That's awesome. Gosh. Yep. The the Very figures glorious. I think glow in the dark. I had never yeah, seen had, that. That's so cool. I'm, I can I feel like I know a couple people that would probably have this on their grail list. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. And the, my favorite thing is the little Frankenstein table. You kind of like strap him down to that. Yeah, it looks that's like, so uh, great. Yeah, that's so wild. This is such a cool little uh, collectible. <laughs> I might have to start chasing after, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I had not remembered this at all. Oh, so cool. Okay, my... Wow, where am I going to go here? Um, <laughs> uh, I, there, I, I wrote like five things down here, so it's so hard to pick one. All right, I love my Garfield, but I'm going to pass on the Garfield board game. That's well, in this really? book. It's on four ninety four. I had not seen that before, but uh, I know you guys aren't as big of a Garfield fan as I am. But yeah, the Garfield board game. <laughs> All kinds of Garfield stuff on that page. Anyway, I'm gonna go with page five ninety four. I'm going with everything that Stompers on that page. Do you remember right. Stompers, Wyatt? Oh yes, we talked. Chopper. These are Chad. I don't know if you remember these or not, but these are uh, they had batteries, and you there was an on and off switch, so you could start them up and they would go on their own. But they had all of these like little courses and stuff uh, as the eighties went on for these stompers and their their tires. Some of them were harder plastic, but some of them were also foam. So yeah. they uh, were almost like four wheel drive and. That track at the top is fun because you go all the way down and it comes back around and can go back up. And it, what was really cool, I thought, too, there's like a tractor pull or yeah. a, a truck pull set down here, number 10. Cool. So you can, you know, dump stuff in there, move it up and see how far it'll it'll pull it. But, yeah, I did not remember it all. There's a tractor trailer. Yeah, Mike. She got uh, Mike penciled in for the tractor trailer stomper. Yeah, uh, down there, <laughs> and these other semi rigs. Oh man, I, I love those stompers this, this Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I kind of passed on the low hanging fruit there that was Masters of the Universe on that same page because I eventually did uh, at one point get Castle Grayskull, mm -hmm. but uh, I could have easily chosen that. But I was trying to find something too that was unique that I might not have had as a kid, and I remember having a couple of those stompers, but never like the play sets or anything. So right. we're going to go with that. All right. This is it. This is the last item in the book. Any Anything you want. I think we're going to lead off with Chad. Anything in the book you want. Let's go. There was just like, you know, like I said, like this wasn't my era or generation. There's a lot of stuff here that mm -hmm. is kind of new to me, which was, I'm not going to lie. That was kind of the fun of this uh, whole episode. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the one on 294. Uh, 294. Yeah. Oh, there we go. The sleeping bags. Mm hmm. And I am going with the Pac Man sleeping bag oh, and nice. duffel bag. Oh, yeah. Look at, look at this. Look at that. Look at this weird, psychotic, deranged design of Pac Man. 
Like it's just <laughs> strange. But down below, he's normal. He's more yeah. like the cartoon Pac-Man. Yeah. So that's the Pac-Man that's on the side of the game. It is. Yeah. That with, with the two feet and the red eyes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I love that there's two different designs on the thing. That's so great. It's so weird, and I and I mean, look at the blue ghost too. Like he looks different on the bottom too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, he, and you know what? He even looks different on the top, right under the logo. There's like three versions of each oh, character. Yeah. It's just wild. Yeah. I love this. I just stared at these three pages all in a row that are the sleeping bags yeah. because sleeping bags were all the rage back then. Yes, they and still are. The first page uh, over on two ninety two, Wyatt. There you go for Julie. There's the Magic Kingdom sleeping oh. bag. She loves Disney. But look at there's also uh, there's a Smurfs bag that I yep. had my eyes on, and they have a Candyland bag. So you can essentially play Candyland on your sleeping bag right Heck there. Yeah. That is that 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 kind of <laughs> took me by surprise too. It made me laugh and smile. I was like, wow, that's kind of a cool idea. Oh, just so many great a, ones. You know, you're at your sleepover and you're having uh, fun with your friends. You guys can uh, you know play Candyland. That's kind of yeah. fun. I like that's that. It. That's that's smart. But on on the page that you were at with Pac-Man and all that, you got Popeye, you got the superheroes, Superman and Wonder Woman and Spider-Man, and of course the Dukes are up there too. So mm-hmm. so many glorious designs in the sleeping bag world back then. Oh my gosh. Man. By the way, the one on two ninety-three, the Crayola uh box, I kind of uh, think that's clever too. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. With the, the crayons smart. coming that's out. Pretty cool. The Hot Wheels, Barbie, Bugs Bunny. Can't get any more classic than that, man. No. That's great. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm tempted to uh, to try to rival Chad's pick with the clock here. Because on 289 has a Smurfs clock that I had as a kid. And I Ooh. would fancy a guess that I I had it this year. It's basically the same design. It's got that blue face with the white numbers. And it's got the Smurfs, and it looks like a log that they're sawing the log. And Papa Smurf down below kind of supervising. Going back now, though, I, if, I, if I had it now and played the, uh, the talking you know, portion when the alarm hit, I would want to throw it across the room because it was so annoying. <laughs> it was so high-pitched. It was like chipmunks. Oh, man. And, oh, time to get up and get going. Come on. It's going to be a Smurfy day. Yeah, shut up. You know, and there it goes across the room. But I had that throughout the 80s in my room. So I'm not sure whatever happened to it. I, I probably did get mad at it one time and <laughs> smash it to bits. But I'm so glad you picked the Star Wars alarm. I'm not going to try to rival that. What I'm going to pick is something I also had as a kid. Page 564. 564. I did not have this exact one. I still have a picture of me writing in it, though, uh, down in our basement. In the middle of the page, the hot seat Spitfire, the trike that's oh, there. The oh, thing, look at that. It, it looks like a, a chopper. I mean, the, the handlebars were up. You had this huge, like, plastic seat in the back. Mine was blue, like blue and yellow, I think. But in the in the plastic wheels in the back, oh man, the, the pedal motion was kind of front and back, so you could almost do a burnout. But the the wheel in the front was rubber, like a normal bike tire, and uh, I rode that thing laps in my basement for years and years and years. 
and I'm pretty sure this is how spoiled I was as a kid because I was an only child. Right down below it, that tractor with the wagon. I don't think oh, I, wow. I don't think I had the wagon. I know I had that tractor as well with that fake uh, sticker engine on the side. <laughs> it's called the power. What does it say? Power pull. It's a three wheeler. So when I'll, I'd be in the basement. And we would take turns because everybody wanted the hot seat. But I'd jump on the tractor, <laughs> and you try to take a hard turn with that one wheel in the front, and you're going slamming right into oh the wall. Gosh. It was so hard to turn because it, it didn't have a full range of motion. But, yeah, that tractor, I remember the day that our street got repaved. And, like, all the kids on the – I lived in a cul-de-sac – uh, all the kids came out with their bikes and skateboards and stuff. Those two items, the hot seat and the tractor, had never seen the light of day. They had always been in my basement. Mm -hmm. I brought those things and put them at the top of our street after they repaved it and was riding them down the street. Oh, my that was, gosh. That might be the only time that they were outside. But, oh, gosh, those two <laughs> things right there bring back so much nostalgia, let me tell you. That looks like... Uh kids first dreadnought cycle by the way <laughs> yeah exactly yes yeah oh gosh, before the dreadnoughts were around okay enough of me uh reminiscing there wyatt this is uh our last pick from the book what random item do you want again there's so much and you would think i'd pick everything dukes of hazard <laughs> but something has has my attention on page 22 Ooh, early in the book yep and it's at the very bottom. It's the all-in-one TV, radio, and microcassette player recorder that's all-in-one. And you can pop out that little microcassette. Yes, I did oh, see that. Wow. That, oh. that was something that I almost took for my pick because I had not seen that you could pop that out. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Initially, I thought it said it's regular, like a regular cassette. So you had mm -hmm. your own portable Walkman basically in this unit. And I've obviously I've reread it and said it says micro cassette, but still, I mean that was novel. You could have dubbed something and had your own mini right player of some well, sort that, back in the day. And that was the only thing that got me too. Right. But to be able to pop it out and uh, you know talk into whatever in in the TV as well. How cool is that? That's and awesome. I thought that now the the one right above it. This is like the uh, the eye dock before it ever <laughs> exactly <laughs> was thought of because that middle section is your remote for the AM FM stereo, but you can also take it with you and plug in and it becomes a portable radio. So it's I, I, these things that like pop out of the electronics. I was like, this is 82. I don't remember any of this stuff. This exactly. is so cool. Missed this catalog somehow. <laughs> You got your, you know, pseudo Walkman right above it, right. but that's what I'm thinking, you know, is going to be scattered throughout this book, but flip over real quick to page 17, just a few pages over. And this thing is so glorious. This whole component, like cabinet where you got the speakers built in, you've oh, got yeah. a little deck down here to, it says you can pop in a, a VCR or a laser disc. And then down below, you can have your cassette and your your stereo. So this is like, this is like having the TV cart in high school, you know, yep. in your room. It's all there. And oh man, I just thought I that didn't was think laser discs were a thing back then. Yeah, or really. vid video discs. I think they was what yes. it's called. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and then the price on all these items too. My gosh, a, th a thousand bucks for a VCR. 
I mean, and now this this stuff all on your phone. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. All that, on your that phone. whole cabinet. Yeah, that whole cabinet. Oh God. That's crazy. All right. Well, that was uh, that was really fun, man. We found some good stuff in here, even though, like you said, it was early, kind of right at the beginning of the '80s when all this pop culture and and you know all the cartoons and, and toys and stuff around that really exploded but some really fun stuff in here let's just go down our list if you can remember everything that you picked and uh and shout it out there so chad let's start with you the walter payton jersey the butter cookies uh a copy of empire strikes back for whatever yeah, <laughs> sears or atari yeah, yeah 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 sears atari whatever <laughs> The um, G.I. Joe Cobra Command set. Um, uh, I also got the uh, monster carrying case and figures. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Pac-Man sleeping bag. I'm sure I'm leaving something out because I the, literally... The Star Wars, the, the clock, the clock. Yeah. Yes, the Star Wars clock. Thank you. I delete yep. all my notes as soon as I say them. So. <laughs> you go, Chad. Well, that's all right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm decked out in the Steelers flannel robe and the slipper socks. I've got my Smurfs wrapping paper ready to wrap presents. I'm playing this seven-in-one sports stadium handheld game. I've got the uh, oh, I've got the wristwatch that you can listen to the AM radio with, and then <laughs> I got the Joey Chitwood stunt set and the Stompers, and then my hot seat and the uh, we'll, we'll throw in the tractor there too that I had as a kid. So those were my picks. Why? What were your picks? Mine was a ventriloquist. Buzz of the Clown for Chad. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I forgot to put that in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Dukes of Hazard PJs with robe for the clothing. Uh, the Christmas bubbling lights for our Christmas mm, item. Classic. The, yep. The Atari arcade system for our video game item. Uh, the Dukes of Hazard game watch for our little electronic item. The Dukes of Hazard big wheel, just so I can have it again. Uh, the Moto Drive car maze, which looks pretty cool to have. And the last item, which is the random item, was the all-in-one TV, microcassette, and radio. <laughs> man, we had some good picks, man. Yeah, I forgot to mention. So, uh, yeah, well, I got you the Dixie Horn, too. That's right. To, to eventually put in your car. Or maybe you want to put it in the big wheel. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to do that. <laughs> Perfect. Right. And then, Chad, you got me the... Uh, well, it's not, not yeah, the figure eight set. Thank you. I was yeah. going to say the slot cars, but they're not slot cars. But no. excellent. This was fun, guys. I yeah. always enjoy this episode. I'm glad we worked it out so all three of us could be together and uh, and go through the book. But yeah, so I'll try to release a video for those of you just listening to the podcast. I'm going to try to release a video over on YouTube and uh, put some visuals to what we were talking about. So be looking on the Rediscover the 80s channel here soon. I'm sure I'll post it out on social media as well. Uh, Chad, did you have anything special you want to plug for Christmas? Any Anything uh, happening in your uh, neck of the, uh, the internet? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, come follow me if you're interested in weird stuff on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Horror Movie Barbecue. Uh, BBQ, that is, um, and HorrorMovieBarbecue.com. I'm kind of starting to blog again, and I'm getting the itch. So, uh, oh yeah, I saw the uh, Sergeant Slaughter review. Holy oh, cow! That thing is glorious, man. That figure is amazing, and I just and the, I, and the figure comes, comes with a figure. How, yeah. how did they do that, man? The figure comes with a figure. Oh, <laughs> Incredible! It's Incredible. so cool. It's oh so gosh, cool. it's it's 
the best Sergeant Slaughter figure we've ever gotten. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, easy. Oh, yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Make sure you follow Chad. Of course, Wyatt, he joins me for all the podcasts over here and Rediscover the 80s. He's at Infamous WB. Don't forget about that. And, of course, at RD80s and uh, RediscoverThe80s.com. And I've been doing this. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, Chad, or even you, Wyatt, but I started a new Christmas article series on Rediscover the 80s called Comparing Christmas. And I've been going back. I've done, I think, two now. Going back and looking at uh, toys across three different catalogs. So we looked at the uh, the initial uh, offering for Masters of the Universe and uh, the J.C. Penny, the Wish Book, and the Montgomery Ward catalog to see what they were offering, kind of compare prices and if there was anything different. And then I also did Mask, of course, in '85. Nice. And and compared across the three books. So those have been really fun to put together. I was trying to think of something different to do instead of just popping pictures up on social media which are great and i love looking at them like anybody else does but i was interested okay maybe you had a a montgomery ward in your area was that better than having sears or whatever and having that catalog so it's been really fun to to put that together and kind of compare and see which catalog wins if you were a fan of masters universe or mask you know so y'all check that out rediscoverthe80s.com and uh, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you guys. And uh, hopefully we'll be uh, catching up with each other online and stuff as we drop the show. But wanted to say that to you guys and, of course, everybody listening as well. And uh, just love this time of year. It's about time for me to bust out my Christmas vacation watch. And I can't yep. wait. Always lead that, <laughs> leading that up to the, you know, right to Christmas Eve. So getting in all of our Christmas watches and, and everything we like to do. So. All right, guys, thanks for joining me. Chad, thanks for coming along, man. Thank you so much for letting me come along. I I always look forward to this every single year. It's so much fun. And Wyatt, we'll be uh, back on the air soon. Yes, we will. Thank you, and Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.